Have you ever wondered what kind of education you need to get a job in the making of films and video games? Well, stay tuned, because in this episode, number 2108, the CG Bros will be doing a deep dive into that subject when they answer the commonly asked question, do I need formal education to get a job in film slash gaming? On the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. Well, hey there. It's great to see you again, and welcome back to the CG Insider Podcast. We hope you're doing well today. In this week's episode, uh, we're, the CG Bros are going to answer a question submitted by Tina P., a new viewer from Austin, Texas. And Tina asks, do I need a formal education to get a job in films and gaming? I'm Bill Johnston, the better looking half of the CG Bros. And I'm Sean Johnston, the younger half. <laughs> and by the end of today's podcast, not only will you know if you need a formal education to get a job in CGI, you'll also know what kind of education and training you'll need if you're thinking about learning CGI yourself. You'll also learn about the pros and cons of getting a formal education, as well as learn about some of the top schools that are teaching computer animation for film and gaming industries today. So why don't we uh, jump right into it, Sean? Um, so what is meant by the term formal education? When, when people say, oh, I, you know, when we talk about formal education, uh, you know, we touched a, base, a little bit on this in podcast 2014, 2104, I should say, on how to get a job in gaming. Um, so when someone refers to a formal education, I, I think they're talking uh, really about a form of learning that's systematic, or in other words, you know, has a form that's structured in nature. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, what I would say as well. And, uh, you know, normally you'd associate that with um, some type of uh, learning institution that, that uh, also um, hands out uh, or gives out uh, certifications or degrees for, um, you know, either two years, four years or some 12-month diplomas even, um, and uh, I would say that's probably what most people would say is uh, what a formal education is. Uh, so it's, it's kind of delivered by, by trained or either licensed or certified instructors. Absolutely, yeah. That, uh, you know, that's, that's a, it's, a great, it's a great topic um, because there's so many uh, ways we could go with this. We could, we could say, okay, I, I, when, it, when, I was first, when we first went over this, um, this question, I, I thought about my own personal experience, and and since I don't have a formal education with animation in particular, or any three D uh, you know graphics at all, it was it was going to be a real challenge for me because I never went to a formal education um, uh, through. So a we, formal we didn't have any certificates or degrees to prove that you know we completed any any of that stuff. Right. Right. Well, I think uh, also uh, a formal education is is defined by um, you know, standards, you know, the schools have certain standards and, the, and each school conforms to those certain standards. Um, so that, you know, it's kind of, kind of, consi there's a consistency to the education. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more of us. Like you said, it's systematic learning. Each, each previous class will build on the next and the next and the next. Um, so it's, so in, in the cases of say a, cl a classroom, um, exactly. The, the, the materials are, are, are you know, in order and they, they teach you something and then you, you continue to build your skills. And, uh, I, I think that's, that's probably the most defining, uh, definition of a formal education. I know, I know that a formal education is also mandatory, which means you just can't come and go as you please. You know, you can't just skip classes and, and, and have it be okay. I mean, they, they require you to be there and it's, it's, it's a very structured in that way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, in contrast to informal, it's uh, you know, you're pretty much, you know, that that's kind of what, I would say is is like if we want to discuss some of the pros and cons of formal education, we could we could get into that. You want to get yeah, into that? Yeah, let's do that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So, I mean, some of the, obviously the pros are, you know, like we'd said before, structured, systematic. Um, each one, each class builds on the previous. Um, and each one has like a foundational, it's foundational. So for, uh, you know, and then also there's, um, you know, the teachers that are hopefully <laughs> um, are trained and uh, actually have, um, you know, practical experience in either gaming or film uh, mm-hmm. to teach the subject because a lot of times um, that doesn't actually happen. Um, at some of the larger schools, obviously the ones we'll talk about later on um, definitely have, have that in there, but just with the pros, okay. what are the pros of, of a formal education in your mind? Well, like I think I said before a degree or an official certificate of some time mm-hmm. at the very, very end. Um, a lot of times the pros would be uh, you're around other fellow students to collaborate with. Um, you can also yeah, it's very inspiring to be around people that, that are as creative as you are, and you know you get that feeling of camaraderie and collaboration, especially when you're working on team projects. Um, yeah, and I think a lot of the good schools also have those those team projects and even graduation theses that they have either film or, you know, a let's say in gaming they would have an actual game you would you would uh, either use Unity or Unreal and create the entire game with a team. Um, Plus, um, I mean, there are some accesses to, uh, you know, high-end hardware and, and full licensed software versions. Um, oh, that is a big plus. Yeah. yeah and, you know, hopefully uh, they're up to date, which they usually would be. Um, and so I did notice that uh, that some requirements, actually going through some of the, the schools that I was looking at, some of our, our favorites, um, or some of the ones that are top rated, at least on the internet, there's some that actually require your own hardware to be supplied by yourself as well as some of the software, which I thought was interesting. Um, hopefully that means that uh, the classes are a lot cheaper. Yeah, that's a, that's key, I think. And it also teaches you to be disciplined and, and motivated. I know the nice thing about, uh, you know, when people come in is, you know, that have had a formal education, they they, they say that it, they, they like the fact that there are deadlines that kind of force you to progress, you know, and, and that accelerates, accelerates your learning. Yep. Uh, and uh, also, you know, connectioning to uh, industry studios and hiring staff, recruiters. Um, a lot of times they'll have uh, uh, job fairs. Um, and then some also allow you or help you uh, do a resume development, you know, um, portfolio building. You know, they do mock interviews. Um, they also help some, some of them will help self-promote, um, you know, teach you how to self-promote yourself. And, um, and then assistance with uh, internships and employment opportunities. A lot of them are plugged into the industry. And so they can get you kind of uh, in the door in a lot of these places. Yeah, that's, I think that's a key part. Uh, you know, speaking of getting a job, I, that, that is really nice that when you, you, know, you get a certificate or you get your degree that they actually hold those job fairs. Because that's, that's uh, I think that's a very valuable service that these schools provide in that way. Definitely, Yes. Um, so what about some of the cons? Well, you know, I, I've got a couple more pros. Uh, okay. I think uh, a formal education, you know, not only it basically teaches you the basics, you know, not only does it teach you the valuable art skills you need, but it, it really teaches you and gives you the exposure to, like you said, the licensed software that's not you know, student versions, uh, you know, that, that's actually used in the industry, you know, by employers. You know, it, it also teaches you, you know, why things are done in certain ways. It it uh, and it also introduces you to the correct you know terminology and, and language that that's you know the visual language that you need to know uh, that's used in films and gaming industries. Uh, well, you, yes. you have to speak that language if you're going to be getting you know going into that that line of work. 
Yes, and since we're already speaking about that, just, just to go just a little bit more deeper, you know, I wanted to go on to some of the cons, but uh, sorry about <laughs> going a little bit fast. Um, you know, some of the classes, for example, at least in if you're going a, a Bachelor of Fine Arts from, let's say, um, a Ringling, mm-hmm. there's certain particular things that they're going to want you to learn first. I'm not going to go into them because I know we'll talk a little bit later, but just, just real quickly, like a figure drawing or gesture drawing, you know, they get into color theory you know, principle of animations and things. Each one of these hopefully will be building on the next. And then at the very end, when you when you give your, you know, as a team project, the thesis, uh, let's say a film or a game, you know, you're all ready. You have so much foundational, um, you know, information, knowledge that you can pretty much go into several different areas too um, in gaming or in film. Yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot of people, once they start, you know, getting into the, the education part, they, they realize that, oh, you know, they, they, they find things that, that are, you know, even more cool to them than the thing they were actually going into to learn, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, I, I think another, another pro might be, um, well, you learn to evaluate your own work uh, from an objective point of view, hopefully. And, and, and that helps you to kind of assess your own creative strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, that, that goes to, you know, what kind of follows on that is you, you kind of learn to take critique and criticism, uh, and and you can improve your work and refine your your thinking and your skill sets. Yeah, and that helps um, being in part of a team. You know, your team is absolutely uh, yeah. And and to your point, you know, you you learn you learn art history and 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 the history of art and 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 design and kind of build from there. Yeah. So, do you uh, want to add, add anything else to that, or you want to go to some of the cons? Let's let's go ahead and talk about some of the cons. Well, I mean, some of the cons, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cost cost is one thing. Um, you know, if you're not into a rigid education structure, that yeah. might be not interesting to you. And, and, um, you know, it's a lot of people don't like that. They, they're fixed timetables, um, your class and assignments. So you pretty much have to be on, you know, you have to be disciplined as far as that yeah, goes. It's definitely not a work at your own pace environment. No, no, not at all. Um, the other thing well, that's is also a pro because, you know, you learn by, I mean, if you learn by experience and, you know, try or trial and error, that's a, that's a tough, long road and it's, it's kind of painful. Yes, yes, that's true. Um, there, there's also uh, bad professors. You know, I don't know if you had any experience with uh, you know anybody that you, you've known that in your industry um, have have said, "Hey, I went to art school," or "I went to um, you know any type of uh, CGI or VFX related schools um, having any type of bad professors." We'll be back in a moment, but first, a question. Do you run a small business online, but find that it lacks online presence? Are you truly engaged with your customer base and prospects? You might want to check out AlphaWave Systems. They build responsive and eye-popping websites and get first-page Google ranking results. They can energize your digital channels to grow your customer base and revenue. So, whether it's a new website, increased social media presence, customer relations management, or analytics, you can grow your business in the cloud and experience rapid and tangible results. Go to alphawave.io to learn how. There's a local school um, that uh, in San Diego that I won't mention, but uh, you know, there's a lot of there's people that I was working with that are actually teaching there, and they saw these students. You know, there's students that that will take the time. I mean, no matter what, no matter what they're taking, you know, it doesn't even have to necessarily be game related or anything mm-hmm. else. But you pretty much have to. I don't know what it is, but you really have to be focused on 
on learning as a student, um, regardless of whether you have a bad professor or not. So you kind of have to be a self-advocate for yourself. And some of the bad professors that I, that uh, was related to me, um, they didn't have any practical um, skill sets that were in the industry at all. Yeah. I don't think any of them really worked in the industry. They just kind of got their, their credentials and said, Oh, I'm going to be a teacher. Right. And some, some of the students would just be, Oh man, I'm paying all this money and I'm not getting a a great experience at all. I mean, this is, this is kind of a a weird story, but I don't know if you've ever seen the, the uh, 15 seconds uh, animation by a guy named Colin Sanders. Um, Hmm. He did a bear animation that went viral. Um, He took an animation course, uh, arts course. And at the very end of his course, he did a did a an animation of a bear, and it was so bad. Um, I wish I could show it to you, uh, but anyway, it's it's you have to take my word for it. But uh, at the very end, he said, "Here's my animation course. Thanks for nothing." And then it went viral, and so he was he was saying uh, in an interview that uh, you know the fifty there was fifty five of them in the class, and the professor did not even have an understanding, or at least didn't demonstrate an understanding, you know, greater than the average student in the class. Sure. Um, and he seemed to be learning along with them. It was, it was really fun. You got to take a look. Just, just look up on the internet, on YouTube, Colin Sanders, bear animation. Okay, cool. I will. Well, that, that goes to that, that basically goes to the point that it's, it's really important to research your school and the courses beforehand, you know, before you're, you're taught things that you don't need to know for the jobs you're aiming for. And, and, and to your point, it was very expensive, you know, can be very expensive. I know. The uh, art institute classes were just outrageously expensive. I mean, I think a bachelor's degree would cost eighty or ninety thousand um, dollars. Wow, yeah, that's a lot. So, yeah, it can, it can be really expensive, especially if you pick the wrong school or or courses. Um, that's just waste your time and money, and you know that 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 imposes a really high opportunity cost for you. Yes, and you know, fellow student apathy. You know that that happens as well, especially if you're doing a group project. Um, you know, you can be pulling your weight, but the other people the, on the project aren't pulling their weight. And so you're like, okay, what, uh, what do I do? Yeah. They're just standing around waiting for you to do the work. Yeah. I, I, I've experienced that myself. Yeah, for sure. So it sounds like what Tina P is really asking is, is do I need a college degree to get a job in film and gaming? Um, you know, I, I think that's probably what she's really asking. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, you know, if you think of artistic talent as, is, as, you know, um, as being raw ingredients, you know, your aesthetic sensibilities and your, and your talent are, are just really the ingredients. They aren't, you know, anything by themselves until you really add the binding ingredient, which is the discipline that you were talking about, you know, the focus and the discipline. Right. Right. I, 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 think, I think a formal education forces you to add that discipline. Um, and that, that's really the difference that allows you to develop your skills, I think. So are you leaning towards uh, saying you should have a formal education? You know, to your point uh, that we didn't get a, a, an education ourselves, you know, although we didn't get a degree uh, in art, you know, I did take coursework uh, and, and you know, art training to become just grounded in the fundamentals. Um, you know, I took I took classes in sculpture and texturing and um, painting and, um, you know, just, you know, sketching and drawing. Um, and so I, all that kind of feeds in, you know, so it's not like you really have to take you know, formal classes, but you, you definitely want to, you know, if you're interested, you, you need to take coursework that can apply and just, you know, build, build your foundation, like you're saying. Uh, yeah. And I, go go ahead. Ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, you know, I was thinking back, if I was to start today, um, I probably would take 
um, an online course of some kind. I don't think I would um, just rely on YouTube videos. Oh no, no, at no. all. And and to directly answer your question, I'd say I'd say mostly yes. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and it's, most jobs in film and gaming, you know, that I've seen do require a college degree these days as as a minimum requirement, just a minimum requirement, just to get an interview. Yes. Um, so so I guess you know it's not impossible to get a job if you mm-hmm. don't have a, a formal degree, uh, a training or certification. But but I'll tell you what, um, having it will put you way ahead of the others that don't. Uh, yes, and, and it, it depends and, how serious you are. Yes, and the other thing is, um, you know, I think, well, I know, um, as as when we first got into the industry, I mean, the the CGI back then was terrible. I mean, there was there was lots of bad CGI. Um, and at, over time, I mean, you go back to look at Spawn. I mean, some of the movie, you know, Spawn, where you saw some of the, the the different studios working on that. And you're like, oh, my gosh, looking at it today, you're like, that is just horrific. Some of the stuff that's in there. Well, that's especially a, the ending ending part where Satan comes out. I mean, that from what I understand, they, they really didn't they didn't finish him. And they went out and published him in the movie anyway. You know, they went ahead and made the movie with the, with the crappy CG in it. Right. Uh, and, right. Uh, I mean, I, even I, even looking back at the mummy at the time, you're looking looking at it today, and you're like, that is just really bad. The original mummy, um, just he was so uh, the texture on him was just so oh, it just did not look real to me. I know they're trying to get the old dead look, but it just didn't. It looked so phony to me, fake. Well, it looked but, slimy. It was it was shiny. Yeah. Uh, and liquidy. I was thinking, you know, why why is the mummy after you know thousands of years slimy and and you know, and this is before he had any. Uh, you know, he was getting the 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 with the energy, the human energy to reconstitute himself. Right, and I know they spent a lot of time on that. Not not to be you know belabor that, but I know that the technology at the time wasn't as as uh, as good as it is today because there's a lot. You know, people are much more savvy visually. So today you're going to be looking for um, you know you can't just pick up a book and just imitate somebody. You know, almost like you know picking up a watching somebody do kung fu. And then saying, oh, I can just imitate this person to do Kung Fu. I've heard that example before. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, you just can't do that anymore. It's, it's, it's a lot more work. It's a lot more involved. The process can be super long if you're doing it on your own. Um, I mean, you have to be massively disciplined in order to learn um, all the skills and the foundational stuff. Because there's so much that is, I mean, even the experience I have today, just mm-hmm. knowing all the different things that, you know, the life drawing classes, the, you know, the body's form, you know, um, basic anatomy, all those things. Um, Even the basics of animation itself. Right. Motion studies. studies. Yeah. Yeah, Motion studies, all that. Those are the things that are all foundational. And then you do, you know, there's lots of, uh, of drawing, you know, even like I was, I think in one of the other podcasts, I said there was an, there was an animator who didn't even know how to draw, Mm -hmm. but he was, he was an amazing animator. That's rare. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah. Very well, there are always sometimes exceptions, and you know, and it, like you said, if you if you're really a kick-ass coder or a, or or you, you just have that natural ability, or you know, you have some kind of photographic memory or something, then then yeah, you you could probably make it without a formal education. But you know, well, so what do you what do you think? What's your answer? Do you need a formal education? A college? I think I'm re- you? towards you. I would say I'm leaning towards yes, but at the same time, the cost is so high. I probably would maybe I would probably focus more on, let's say, I want to do animation. If I want to do animation, I probably would go to one of the an- online animation schools um, because they're very highly rated. And a lot of them are taught by, you know, Pixar, ILM, you know, Blue Sky, animators that actually have worked in the industry or continue to work in the industry. And they're they're trying to help others get that 
that jump starter, that really good education on on how to do that. Um, I know well, they can't work at Blue Sky anymore because they they shut down this week. I don't well, know if you read well, that. Well, was that Blue Sky Games or was that Blue Sky um, the actual? No, it was the studio. It was the animation studio. I did yeah, not they, know that because I was four hundred and fifty people. Oh my gosh, oh that's so sad. Yeah. Anyway, okay. um, anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Wow, you threw me <laughs> off there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I would say you know, animation mentor. Um, you know, there's a bunch of other online. I animate. You know, there's a bunch of those schools on there that I would say are probably um, some, some of the ones I would consider now, as far as VFX. Yeah. I know now the challenge is going to be, well, Hey, COVID, right? So where are you going to, where are these colleges located? Are they in places that are actually closed down or locked down or are they actually, you know, what are they going to do? Are they going to go full online now? So there's a lot of things to consider. Sure. Sure. Well, I mean, I, I would still think online education would be qualified would qualify as formal education. Uh, it's just that you just don't get the collaboration uh, and the camaraderie that you that you would in person uh, for the most right. part. Right, and, and you know you have if they made it work similar to you know maybe oh gosh I don't even know how you do that but anyway if you could work it like you know what they do um, at Animation Mentor they're they're not meeting in person they never have you're actually meeting online you, they've been doing it ever since uh, you know for over almost ten years I think or even maybe more. Well, I think the the uh, you know, the meeting in person, I found that to be very inspirational myself. When you can see what other people are doing and, and look at their screens and it's very, it's very inspiring. You know, it, it kind of put, makes you push your limits and push your capabilities. Uh, when you're, when you're kind of home and sitting in front of your computer, I mean, it's very one dimensional in that sense. Yeah. And then, so, you know, I know, I know that uh, we had, we had mentioned, um, you know, before about, um, you know, demo reels and things like that. So, we have a podcast coming up about how to how to create a kick-ass demo reel. Yes, yes. Um, I was just going to say that the the you know the the formal and informal uh, or the the formal schooling, um, you know, they do help you a lot more with a demo reel. Um, so it's yeah, because there's definitely the right way and the wrong way to do a demo reel. Right, and not to get into it too much, um, but you know, just my own personal experience with if I was to do it today, and and I. You know, I depending on what I wanted to learn and get into, you know, the formal education, you can't even get it with uh, if you want to be a, a, a coder, you know, you want to be a programmer engineer, you, you need that formal education. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't even you can't just learn it on your own. I mean, you could. But um, I mean, looking at the resumes that, that I've seen for any engineers on, on um, any of the, the um, websites that have um, they're looking for. Um, you know, college or they're looking for people who have actual uh, degrees in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, trying to learn C or C++. I mean, there's a lot of different scripting and programming languages out there. And, you know, uh, some places use Python and Perl. And and if you're working with Maya, you know, you'd you'd want to be pretty proficient in Mel. I mean, you can can self-teach yourself. Uh, You can teach yourself, but you know, it really, it's going to, like you said, it's going to take a long time to, to become an expert at it. Right. I mean, I think there's what Code Academy for for people who want to learn uh, Mel and, and C plus mm-hmm. plus and that kind of stuff. So she C sharp, I guess. So a lot of those, you know, for, those are going to be formal, uh, you know, online. So you're going to need to know those things. Um, learning it by YouTube or, you know, some tutorial uh, that you don't know the person. You know, uh, you don't know if the person's good or bad. Um, I I just don't think that's a good way to go. I agree. I agree. Um, so, what would you say are the 
the diff well, what kind of different areas uh, of formal education would you take? I mean, if you if you were to, you know to take some courses that are compatible for for jobs both in for for film and and gaming, um, and if some of them aren't compatible to, to be you know. So if you're doing you, know, you want to do your homework and make sure you're not wasting your time because some some like if you're going to go in the gaming industry, you take a different set of courses than you would if you're going into film, say. Yes, yes, you definitely would be doing that. Um, you know, not I don't even know specifically about the the technical side of of those kind of things, but um, you know, our, some of the degree programs are, are really amazing. Uh, I don't know if we just we want to discuss any of the programs uh, you could actually get. Is that sure. What, uh, yeah, let's go for that. You know, some of the the degrees uh, currently. Um, you know, I think I mentioned earlier the Bachelor of Fine Arts and Computer Animation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also uh, visual effects production degrees, um, cr- you know, game art, graphic design. Yes, um, and computer, just computer science uh, as well. Yep, yep. There's also motion design. Um, and then there's, um, if you want to just go in and get a fine, fine arts degree, because there's a lot of concept guys that I know actually went to um, some really nice um, art schools. Not cheap either, but uh, yeah. They are uh, fantastic. I mean, they they definitely, in my opinion, are some of the best I've seen in my yes, and, gra- and graphic arts degrees uh, or media arts. I think they're called in some some places. Yeah, I, I don't know if I mentioned the degree in game production, um, but yeah, yeah. If, that- you're, if you're doing it, you, you want to be a level designer or a game designer or or, or something like that. That that's definitely uh, something you want to take. Yeah, definitely. Well, I guess you know for for anything, even if you want to be an animator, that that's all. It's all kind of wrapped in, in together. Right, and I think the, a lot of the, a lot of the places online, um, you know, have are formal, uh, but they're they don't actually offer degrees. They'll have certificates and things like that. Um, I think Nomon is has an actual Bachelor of Fine, Art, Fine Arts or um, um, uh, some type of degree there as well in animation, computer animation. Well, so so why don't we go ahead and talk talk about some of the top schools you know, for getting a formal education? Uh, Nomon, I think, is is great for uh, VFX. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, by the way, they're actually um, spring two twenty or twenty twenty one is is closing the campus, and they're going to be online only now. Oh, really? Uh, Great! For, wow. Well, you know that COVID's forcing a lot of structural changes in the educational field. For sure, definitely. Um, and then, well, Savannah College of Art and Design's uh, one of the one of the good ones. Uh, I think ESMA, ESMA. Yeah, they're great. I, you know, some of the best computer animation I've ever seen from from student work is is from ESMA. Right. And and they, they, go ahead. I was <laughs> gonna say they, they've they've got a. I think there's five campuses they have, and one of them is actually in Canada. The first, the other four are in France. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're pretty amazing. Um, they're also another another really good one is in the United States uh, is Ringling College of Art and Design. Yeah, in Florida. Yeah, they're they're a great school. I think yep. uh, they're probably second. To, well, they're, they're, they do really great work as well, the students there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes. Uh, they're, they have a Bachelor of Fine Arts uh, computer animation, and, and but that's still in-person only. They're not yeah, offering yeah. the online version for right now. And I know that Florida, with the COVID-19, is, is a lot more liberal, and they're, they're open right now. So, uh, so that's, that's great. Well, so you can, you can also go to uh, Full Sail University. They're in Florida as well. Yeah, so there you are. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know that... Uh, Ringling is pretty expensive though. So make sure you, you know, I, I would definitely go online and, and check out each college and see what the requirements are. Um, I think some of the art schools, if you're going to art school, some, re, mm-hmm. you know, require a test, but I don't believe any of the, the animation uh, course uh, VFX require any tests because you're starting from, from scratch anyway. 
Um, yes, and, and uh, uh, companies that make software for creating CGI also provide training and certification. Um, Adobe has their own uh, coursework. Autodesk has their own coursework. Side Effects has their own. Just, and this is just to name a few. Uh, oh, great I, point. I, I'd probably call those semi-formal, though. <laughs> right, right. But you can get certified through there, and that—that's if you can't get a degree, uh, certification is your next next best. Uh, right, and a lot of these a lot of these schools have workshops too, and so you can take these classes that are you're not doing a full degree course, but you can take these uh, specific workshops uh, for specific things, rigging or you know 3D modeling or anything like that, or even some animation courses. Um, they'll actually uh, offer in workshops too, so you can get you know the the principles of the animation and some more, you know, deeper things. You can do creature stuff. You can do uh, humanoids. Um, so it's pretty, or multi-limbed uh, characters as well. Uh, well we're starting to, starting to get to the end of the podcast. Do you, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just, just if you choose to learn on your own without a formal education and, mm-hmm. and, and also, you know, you don't choose a reputable online workshop, just be aware. Uh, the things you don't, uh, that learn don't come with a validity test. So, that's you know true. that that could learn that could lead to possible scams as well as a lost uh, waste of a lot of your money and uh, time. Well, you know, I'd say that something to really think about is that you know if you get out in the job market, you're going to be competing with those people that not only had a, a formal education. Uh, you know, you're going to be competing with folks that have high quality uh, professional level portf- portfolios, like you were saying, as far as getting your your demos done. I mean, it, it's really going to you know you're you're going to start you know, kind of in the back of the bunch uh, if you don't get that formal education. Right. And, and it's getting more and more competitive. Um, and like I said earlier, the visual, um, the visual uh, savviness of, of people today is a lot more. They, they don't, uh, they're expecting more and more from um, more and more people. So you're, you can't get away with uh, a lot of the stuff we used to be able to get away with. Right, right. You know, in my mind, um, getting a formal education is, is really what makes the difference between, you know, like being a professional and being an amateur, uh, great point. You know, uh, you know, I but but you know, the, by the same token, you 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 can't just get an education and, and say, okay, I'm done. I got my job uh, because you know you always have to be improving your skills uh, and and continuing your education and training. Uh, you always got to keep learning, right? Um, and I, I the uh, another thing I'd say is uh, you know just never give up. Be persistent, um, and we've said that before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to be your own best your own best cheerleader, like you said. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Uh, I, I can't say that enough. I, I agree with you a million percent. Well, we really hope you guys enjoyed uh, our lively discussion that answered the question: Do I need a formal education to get a job in films and gaming? And you know, today we defined what we considered to be a formal education, and uh, we did a deep dive on the pros and cons of getting a formal education to learn CG for films and games. Uh, what else? We discussed some of the jobs in CGI that require a formal education. Um, we covered some of the different classes as part of your formal education that you'll want to take. And uh, we talked about some of the top schools that are teaching computer, computer animation, um, either online or in person. Um, and if you found, enjoyed this podcast or found it valuable, please let us know and be sure to share it with your friends. Uh, if you have an idea for a podcast you'd like us to do, uh, leave a suggestion in the comments. And if you have any questions for us, uh, go ahead and head on our, over to our website at thecgbros.com and go up to the uh, About Us menu and click on Ask Us Anything and ask your question there. Um, we here at the CG Bros appreciate you being with us for this podcast. And if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, please hit that thumbs up button and click the notification bell. So when we do a podcast in the future, you'll, you'll be notified. Um, 
And we're looking forward to seeing you back here for next week's episode, where we'll be answering a question that uh, we touched on briefly back in podcast 2101. You know, what are the other uses of CGI other than for entertainment? Uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. See you next week. That's it for today. We hope you enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, do I need formal education to get a job in film slash gaming? Thanks for being with us. Also, our podcasts are now available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Podcast. You can contact us on our website at thecgbros.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends about this podcast. Be sure not to miss the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, what are uses of CGI other than for entertainment films? This has been episode 2108 of the CG Bros CG Insider podcast. See you next time.